Alright, I'm just going to hit record and get going. I'm not going to lie, I'm a couple triple IPAs into this, but there was a better chance that I'd do this tonight with a little bit of a buzz than I'd do tomorrow um, with a full day of work and other things I have to do. So here I am, forgive me if my words are just slightly slurred, um, but we're going to look at the weekend's games and then the midweek games for the United Soccer League Championship. Uh, this is Football Betting is Life for lack of a better title. You can find me on Twitter at Football Bet is Life, F-U-T-B-O-L Bet is Life. I imagine that everybody who's listening to this already follows me there, so thank you very much. Um, and on this podcast from now and at least until the first week of August, uh, I will be talking primarily about the United Soccer League Championship, but as we get closer to August, going to talk a little bit more about some other leagues that I bet, specifically League 1 and League 2 in the English Football League, and... Oh, probably uh, Ligue 2 in, uh, in France, and probably some others. Who am I kidding? I'm going to be talking about a lot. Those, those, are the, the, those are the leagues that I enjoy betting the most. All right, let's start. Oh, disclaimer, I'm not a professional better. I am a recreational plus better. Um, I know what I'm doing, but this is in no means like how I make my money or anything. So, uh, look, follow, follow as you'd like, fade as you like. You will not hurt my feelings if you fade my, uh, fade my, uh, my thoughts. Um, this is just a way for me to provide some soccer betting content into the ether because I know there's not enough of it. Um, and so here we go. Let's look at what happened this weekend in the USL, uh, starting with, oh, how should I do this? Oh, let's start with, um, let's start with things that happened yesterday. Well, I'll start with a little bit of Friday. Uh, the switchbacks went into New Mexico and, uh, they couldn't get it done. I think they, they suffered a, uh, a red card. Didn't work out for them. Uh, Haji Berry was only so effective. New Mexico gets it done uh, three to one. I did have a little bit on on Colorado Springs that day, uh, but look, uh, whatever. Red cards are a purely a luck factor. You cannot, especially with the officiating in the USL this year, you cannot predict it. It is purely a luck factor. There's going to be weeks where it seems like. Uh, you your team gets hit with a red card and can't overcome, or even worse, your team gets the benefit of a red card and can't capitalize. Uh, that happens, but um, that's what happened for me in that game. Uh, Real Monarchs uh, lose one three hosting El Paso. Uh, yeah, I had El, I had I had uh, Monarchs in that game. Uh, because I thought be, I thought they'd be more competitive, but El Paso is the real deal. El Paso is probably the fourth best team in the league, and they will be the fourth best team in the league until they like win the final. Like seriously, like I, I it's difficult for me to think that anybody other than Lou City, Phoenix, or Tampa Bay uh, are the are the top three of the league. But uh, El Paso's right there knocking on the door. But until – I mean, even if they beat one of these teams, it's hard It's hard for me to believe that they're a, uh, a, a top three team until uh, the playoffs come. 
going into yesterday, Saturday, um, I say yesterday because I'm recording this on uh, late Sunday evening. I imagine most of you are listening on Monday. Uh, going into Saturday, July 10th, Tulsa hosted Lou City. I was all over Tulsa. They were disrespected. Tulsa is super sneaky good. Uh, they are very competitive, and this was not a fluke, people. Tulsa is this good, especially at home. I'm going to say that again, especially at home. You find Tulsa in an underdog situation when they are at home. That is almost an auto-bet situation because they are really good in Tulsa. Lucity uh, found out the hard way. That was a nice cash. Charlotte hosted Phoenix Rising. This is probably my biggest disappointment of the weekend. I was big on Phoenix Rising. They were on a lot of rest. Charlotte was in really bad form. Charlotte gets an early goal. Phoenix gets one back, and then Phoenix cannot capitalize on it. They couldn't get anything going. For a team that averages almost 20 shots a game, I think they only had 10 in this this match, which is kind of nuts for the most prolific offense in the USL. Uh, but whatever. Phoenix Rising, uh, Phoenix Rising gets the point on the road. They're going to be on the road again midweek. I'll get to that soon. But um, that was the biggest disappointment for me from a betting pr- perspective. Um, yeah, and probably that that actually that's not the biggest surprise of the of the. Um, I was going to. It's almost the biggest surprise that Charlotte uh, get a point out of this. But um, I don't think that is. Uh, I think that the Memphis game I'll get to momentarily is the biggest surprise of the weekend. Um, Hartford Athletic hosts New York Red Bulls 2. The game ends 2-2. This is the mo- this was probably the most um you know, if you look at the standings, you think that Hartford Athletic had like a big advantage over New York Red Bulls 2. New York is super uh potent on offense. They can score goals. The only problem is they have a really hard time not letting their opponents score more goals. Uh, in this case, it took Hartford a red card to get the opportunity to get to tie it up 2-2. Otherwise, the Red Bulls had this one locked up. Hartford, probably the biggest paper tiger in the USL right now as it goes for teams that are in the top half of the league. Atlanta, Atlanta United 2 uh, hosts Sporting KC 2. Uh, Sporting KC wins this 1-0. I had Sporting KC uh, plus half a goal. Uh, this got here. Atlanta United is a really difficult team on the bottom bottom third of the standings to really predict. But man, I mean, they're just so they're so vulnerable, and they're like they kind of play clumsy. Like they get carded quickly. Um, Atlanta United too is a really easy fade from uh, week in and week out. It's not always going to hit, but uh, they will do you some favors without you even even needing them to to help you win your bets. Memphis going into Birmingham, winning 1-0. Probably the biggest surprise of the weekend. Uh, Memphis not, is uh, competitive, but not that competitive. Them going into Birmingham uh, and getting not only getting a goal, but getting a win, super surprising. I had Memphis under half a goal. That, of course, lost. I took Birmingham mid-in-game. Uh, that lost. So uh, that was a disappointing game for me, but... Uh, biggest surprise of the weekend for sure. Oakland Roots host Las Vegas Lights. They get their first goal in like 400 plus minutes, uh, but it didn't matter. Uh, Oakland, Oakland Roots cannot create enough quality chances, I think, for it to matter. And until they prove to me that they can score more than one goal every five games or whatever, I'll be fading Oakland Roots 
uh, in most situations. Not an auto-fade, but it's going to be difficult to not fade them in every situation until they prove that they can score more often and score multiple uh, goals a game. Las Vegas Lights, super sneaky good. They are pro- they are prolific on offense. They can run with the best of them. The only, the only problem is uh, they let goals slip by against quality teams. Anytime Las Vegas is playing a mid-table to lower-table team, they're almost always a bet because they are very competitive uh, on offense. So uh, Las Vegas Lights was a, a nice win for me. Orange County going into Sacramento. This is the game that I am most proud of. If you follow me on Twitter, at FootballBetIsLife, you know that I was all over Orange County. They were super underrated going into Sacramento. The uh, the lack of, uh, I think it's Damis, um, who is their uh, lead goal scorer, was very, I mean, the line movement done that. So Damis is, is playing for uh, international duty for the Gold Cup. Orange County wins 2-0 and then benefited from two red cards after that. So it was a uh, an easy win ultimately. But Orange County had it locked up before the red cards. And you could tell by the way they were playing, the red cards were actually pretty questionable. I think Orange County was actually just being sportsmanlike, not scoring more goals. I think they could have scored a third and fourth goal had they tried. I think they recognized that once Sacramento went down the nine men, they knew they had it in the bag being up two goals, and they really did not press their offense very much. Orange County, um, probably fifth or sixth uh, best team in the league right now um, by my rankings. I'll make an actual power ranking sometime soon on who I think. Um, I think power rankings can kind of... I mean, it kind of shifts from week to week. It's, it, it's, it, I don't know how much it really benefits from a betting perspective, but it's interesting to try to, you know, it's a good exercise, I should say, to rank the teams to um, feel like you have a better understanding of who might be who in a certain situation. Going into today's games, or today by Sunday, I mean, uh, Miami FC, another game I'm proud of, uh, going into Loudoun. Miami also missing one of their uh, missing another player who wasn't as key, I don't think, um, as even Orange County situation was. Loudon United, if you anybody ever watches their stream, they have like twenty people in the stands. I've been one of those twenty people before. It is such a sad place to watch football. I love watching soccer. It is sad watching from uh, watching football at Segra Field. Uh, Loudoun United lose one to four. Miami gets it done as a plus one fifty five money line bet. Uh, man, that couldn't have been easier. Tacoma Defiance going into LA. Uh, this ends up as a draw one one. I'm really disappointed by this uh, result because I had Tacoma uh, at plus two ninety five on the money line. I actually bet them minus one ten going into uh, when they were up one nil. Midway through the first half, I then I, uh, I laid the chalk at minus 110 for them to win the game because uh, they were controlling possession. But um, they let L- LA Galaxy 2 get one back, and um, the game was ended up kind of being a wash for me in the end. But uh, overall, it was a good weekend. Had Phoenix gotten there, it would have been a huge weekend for me. But um, didn't didn't work out. It was still, uh, just a good weekend. All right, let's get into the midweek games. So midweek games, we're going to cover everything from Monday, July 12th through Wednesday, July 14th. Um, we'll start with the New Mexico versus Charleston game. 
this 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 line's already out. I think it's right where it's supposed to be. Um, there's no really value pre-flop on either side, but. New Mexico has a nice stout defense. This game is probably going to go under the total. What I like better than the total, though, is Charleston under a half a gold team total at plus 175. I think you can get better than that if you go to DraftKings. DraftKings is the best place to uh, make team total bets in soccer. Uh, this could also be found as a clean sheet for New Mexico. That's the same market. Clean sheet for New Mexico or under half a goal for Charleston. Same market. I took it at 175. Um, I think there's a chance Charleston doesn't score here. And then I also took New Mexico first half plus 138. Um, they're just one of the best teams in the league in the first half. Charleston is not. Uh, Charleston's not a great first half team. So um, I took the plus 138 New Mexico to win the first half. Uh, going into Tuesday's games. Now, these ga- the, uh, New Mexico versus Charleston is the only game, uh, only yeah, only game right now up on the board that I can see for the USL. Uh, the rest of these are not up. So these I have to sort of speculate. I will say what I plan on betting. You can, you know, you can trust that what I say I intend to bet, I will bet. Um, I will off, I will also be making subsequent bets probably on first half stuff or team total stuff, depending on numbers. If you if you're interested in that stuff, I recommend following me at football bet is life. I'm not a pick seller. I'm not here to make any money off you. I'm just saying, if that's stuff you're interested uh, interested in, follow me on Twitter. Again, follow my follow my thoughts as you like. But if I go on a you know 0 and 20 losing streak, don't blame me. You're the you know be your own better. Uh, make your bets as you see fit. Fade me uh, if you'd like. It won't hurt my feelings. Tampa versus. Hartford. Hartford uh, needed a red card, like I said, to catch up the New York Red Bulls, too, in that 2-2 draw. Tampa Bay lost, last saw the pitch uh, in a 2-1 upset against a rising Miami squad. Miami just getting better and better every week. I don't think the loss to Miami is really something to even read into at all. That game was last Wednesday. Uh, Hartford just had this heart-fought heart battle to get a draw um, up a man just a day ago, um, and on Tuesday they have to come back and try to uh, go into Tampa and and compete. It's not happening. Uh, Tampa will have the rest, and they'll have have home field advantage. Hartford has had misleading success on the road. Their only notable win is a 1-0 win over Miami back in May. Miami had not found form by that time. Um, I'm not sure this line could be high enough. There's a chance that it opens up too high for me to want to bet, uh, but I would make it. I would make a bet on Tampa. I'm not kidding. I would bet Tampa minus 170 or better. Um, I think Tampa is that much of a probable success. I'm avoiding the word lock here, but I think that Tampa is that much of a probable probable success uh, hosting Hartford. Tampa, in my opinion, if you were to ask me, if if I had to choose one team. To sort of, if I was to make a, a draft, like if I was supposed to draft teams uh, going through the season, I made quote unquote draft Tampa over everybody else uh, because of their uh, good offense and good defense. I think Phoenix has a really potent offense. I think Lou City has kind of both, but not as strongly, not as strong as a defense as Tampa has. Um, I think Tampa's right there. Uh, I'm not sure this line is going to be high enough, but I will be laying minus 170 or better 
And I'll also take Hartford not to score at plus 120 or better. Like I said, Tampa has a good enough um, Tampa has a good enough defense, and Hartford's offense may be benefiting from a couple really prolific games against not so great uh, teams. So uh, that's my feelings on Tampa versus Hartford. Louisville City versus Oklahoma City. Louisville lost an un- lost to an underrated Tulsa. 3-2, to two. Oklahoma City played 45 minutes of soccer, and then the game gets postponed at halftime. Um, ended 1-1, but because the game didn't get far enough into, because they didn't play enough into the game, that game has to be rescheduled and replayed in its entirety. So that 1-1 doesn't even matter. Not like nothing, like those two goal scores, not a stat they get anymore. OKC is sneaky good, but not sneaky good enough to compete against Louisville City, in my opinion. I'm hoping that Louisville City's lost, and the fact that OKC was able to equalize going into the halftime before the game postponement will make this game playable. I am looking to play Louisville City at minus 130 or better, uh, and I probably will put a little bit on OKC not to score if I can fight it at 150, uh, plus 150 or better. Uh, DraftKings, the best sports book to, uh, to find uh team total numbers again phoenix rising versus oakland roots oakland finally scores their first goal after 400 plus minutes of uh not scoring that's right they went like multiple games without scoring unbelievable phoenix uh went 1-1 with a better than usual charlotte team i really like charlotte but i don't they were just in poor form going into this game i was super surprised to see them keep phoenix just one goal Phoenix has a lot of travel. Uh, they they went all the way to Charlotte for the first time. It was the first time ever making that trip before. They go to Charlotte. They get this 1-1 drawn, which they did not look potent at all. They're now going to travel back to Phoenix to train and then go up the West Coast, up to Oakland, uh, to play a team that doesn't really know how to score but is actually not terrible on defense. This is a really tough game to predict a line or to decide what I think a valuable line is. But because Phoenix does have the most potent offense in the USL, and because Oakland struggles to score, if I can get Phoenix at anything that's plus money, that means if it's plus 100 or better, I'll likely have a bet on this game. Phoenix has only scored six on the road compared to their 20 goals so far at home. Uh, and again, Oakland's defense isn't horrible. They kept Sacramento to, to zero goals. Um, so I'm, it's, I won't be able to tell myself not to bet Phoenix if they're at plus money. Uh, but if they're at any sort of chalk, this will likely be a game that I don't bet pregame, but I do watch, um, and make an, and I'll, I'll probably bet this in game, uh, if the situation dictates. By the way, my dog just farted. Super stinky. Oh my goodness. I mean, it's. I mean, he's not even. He's not even ashamed of it. I'm actually kind of proud of that. Not gonna lie. Sacramento versus Las Vegas. Sacramento uh, in a in a high congestion of games right now. Most recently, they lose to uh, Orange County two to nil, and they saw two players sent off with red cards, and they were really bad red cards, guys. I was watching this game. I had money on OC, and even I was upset at the red cards that were issued to Sacramento. Um, but uh, the, the OC wins. That bet cashes. Vegas came back to win against Oakland. Oakland opened that score, op- opened that game, um, and then Las Vegas came back to win two to one. I anticipate taking 
Las Vegas on the money line just from a value standpoint. I don't know what to anticipate it at, um, but I I expect because of Sacramento's rep, um, what I've seen from Sacramento in the market is the market kind of overvalues them. We'll see what happens after their loss to OC. Um, but Las Vegas probably isn't going to get enough respect here. Um, so probably a little bit on the money line. I don't even know what, I don't even know what price to, uh, probably like 290 or more. I'll probably take a Las Vegas line, but I'll ultimately be looking to take Las Vegas plus half a goal. Uh, so plus half a goal, meaning if Las Vegas draws or wins, that bet would win, right? So Las Vegas plus half a goal on the spread is ultimately what I'll be looking to bet in the Sacramento versus Las Vegas game. Lastly, we have San Diego versus Orange County. This is the toughest of the midweek games to predict, but the most exciting game on the slate, no doubt. Uh, as an East Coast person, I hate West Coast games because I'm up far later than I want to be, but I will be up past midnight, I guarantee you, watching San Diego and Orange County. I've made a ton of money on San Diego this year. I've made a ton of money on, on Orange County this year, and we will see if I can keep that going with whatever side I end up taking in this San Diego versus Orange County game. Orange County went ahead 2-0 before suffering the red cards. I think that they were definitely the better team in that game. Who knows that if they would have um, conceded a goal without those red cards, like if those red cards weren't there, would Sacramento get a, a goal or two back? I don't know. But I do think that Orange County was in charge of that game enough to where they would have won that game regardless. San Diego is quietly winning games and moving up the standings. They'll be on good rest. They'll be playing at home. Uh Ronaldo Damis's absence didn't matter for Orange County going into Sacramento, but I do think it'll matter here. Both teams to score is worth a bet in this one. I'll probably play that up to minus 150, and San Diego to win plus 120 or better is what I'm looking at. This isn't a guessing lines game. I'm not telling you what I think the lines are going to be. I'm just giving as a rec plus player, I'm saying if I were just to see this game pop up on my odd screen what kind of line would I like auto bet like not even a question I'm betting that and that's what I'm trying to predict here that's what I'm trying to figure out when I see those lines come up I want to be able to just make a bet because I've, I've done my homework I've thought about it enough USL lines move quickly it's a very fickle market because books are not confident in their lines and because it doesn't take, doesn't take a lot of money to move the line. So it's important to sort of know what you would bet in that moment automatically. So when I say that I would bet San Diego to win at plus 120 or better, that doesn't mean like if they open even money, that means I'm not, that doesn't mean I'm not going to bet it. It means that I may look into the game a little bit more to be like, Hmm, is this a bet that I really want to make? But at plus 120 or better, don't even got to think about it, making that bet. That's it. That's the midweek games. I will probably try to do this again on Thursday morning for the weekend's games. All right, very good. Thank you for listening. Good luck on all your bets this week. I'll see you on Thursday. Bye-bye.